Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about working with professionals to give them the tools to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we really are going to have so much fun today on the program because we're talking about humor and how to appropriately, let me underline, underscore, bold that word, appropriately use it in business. And so joining me today is William Hale. So welcome, William. Woo-hoo, I am glad to be here. I love it. I love it. So before we start, let me tell folks just a little bit about you. So with his experience owning his own businesses, being a certified laughter therapist, being a licensed coach and trainer with Team USA Basketball, and performing live in front of thousands as a comedian and speaker, former television and radio host, William Hale has been delivering his messages of business growth, customer engagement, sales strategy, brand loyalty, and workforce cohesions through the implementation of humor for over 15 years. So, you know, like I said, we really are going to have a lot of fun today, but more importantly, we're going to learn. And so that's what's going to be so cool about today's program, because I think humor is something that, to put it mildly, is tricky to use, um, you know, and, and all those various things. But first, how did you decide that this was your passion in life? Well, uh, coming from the field of stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. you know, I've always used humor to get across points. Okay. And oh. so I got to a point in my stand-up career that I, I felt, you know, I'm, I've probably made it to the top. I've had a TV show, radio show, a mm-hmm. live show in Vegas. And I came to the conclusion that I, I wanted to be able to give people something that they could take away from my show. Mm-hmm. Because as a comedian, I'm doing a show for an hour and then people leave. They're probably junk, drunk and don't even remember what I said right. after that. Uh-huh. So so I want to give them something that they could take away and actually use. So mm-hmm. that's when I came upon the idea of why not use my uh, comedy experience and my business experience and se- being in sales for about 20 years, mm-hmm. put, put that together and then give people something that they can use to help them grow their business. So that's right. how I came on the idea of using humor uh, to grow your business, increase your sales. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love that you have that sales background because that really is where this comes in, is how to, to use humor in customer service, customer support, um, you know, and, and as part of your sales tool chest maybe is, is the way to put that. And, you know, for for everybody out there, we are all, all, let me underscore and bold that, in sales, whether we want to be or not, especially if we have our own business, if we're an entrepreneur, things like that. You know, we, we have to be in sales or nothing's going to happen. And so to be able to appropriately use humor really is a great thing to, to be able to do. No, I, I totally agree. And And like you said, no matter what you do, you are selling, if you're not selling a product or a service, you are selling yourself. Mm-hmm. And so using humor to be able to engage the customer is the first step into getting that sale because you can't make a sale if you don't have a customer. Right. So humor is going to allow you to bring those customers in, keep them on your, your web pages, your website, mm-hmm. a, just a little longer. And that's all we need is for that customer to, to be there a little longer 
because the longer they stay, the more likely it is they're going to buy. Right, right. And and in a lot of ways, hopefully you're kind of bonding with them, you know, and, and making that connection because it truly is about making those connections with people. And, you know, some in some cases, it's an emotional connection that we're making with people. But in many cases, it is just, hey, this is a great person that I want to know, that I want to do business with, and I want to refer to. Exactly. It's, I mean, what, what I've learned is that using humor creates an emotional bond. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of sales is all about emotion. Can, can you paint that picture for the customer to get them passionate enough about your product to buy it? Right. And humor triggers that emotion in people and, and it does create that bond to, so that they see you not as a salesperson or, or somebody who just wants to get their money, mm-hmm. but they actually see you as a human being and, and someone that cares about them on a personal level. Right. Well, it's, it's interesting. When I was reading your bio, you say that you're a certified laughter therapist. Yes. Now, what the heck is that? Okay, laughter therapy falls under positive psychology. Okay. And and basically what that, the the gist of it is, is that you are helping people to use laughter Mm -hmm. to uh, deal with uh, things in their life, maybe depression or Mm -hmm. or stress is usually the the common factor where laughter therapy is used. And and it's just using tools such as humor and and laughter exercises, things like that to to get people to, to start to, to, to deal with, you know, whatever is going on in their life that's, that's pulling them down, mm-hmm. the laughter helps them to, to, to bring it out, basically, to, to, right. to overcome it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and of course, we've all heard the, the you know, the, the cliche term, laughter is the best medicine. That is correct. And it's psycho, uh, physiologically and psychologically, laughter helps, um, especially like uh, physiologically, la- laughter releases those feel-good endorphins mm-hmm. to make you feel better. Um, uh, laughing for, I, I think the last study I read, laughing for 10 minutes straight um, is the same effect on your body as rowing for, for two minutes. Oh. So, so whether it's real laughter or even um, contrived laughter, there's some laughter exercises called laughter yoga where they take you through a lot of different laughter exercises just to make you fake laugh mm-hmm. because your, your body does not know the difference between real and fake laughter, but the, it gets the same benefits. Okay. And so that's some of the things that, that are used in laughter therapy. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, now, you know, one of the trickiest things is, of course, to know what's funny and what's not funny. Um, you know, it's kind of like the, the old thing with, you know, art. I know art when I see it or porn when I see it, you know, or, or all of those things. What is funny to one person might not be funny to someone else. So how do you work through this process with folks, you know, when you're dealing with them and, and you, you work with companies, you work with individuals, you know, how do you get them to, to understand that not everything is funny? Well, the, the, to keep it as safe as possible, what I tell them to do is, avoid any uh, jokes or anything that you feel is humorous dealing with politics, religion, eth- ethnics, mm-hmm. um, race, or uh, uh, sexism. Mm-hmm. Anything falling under those topics that you might come across and think is funny, let it go. Right. Because that you are going to offend people, mm-hmm. okay? And it's, it's not worth it just for a laugh. Well, and especially if you don't know them and you're using it as kind of that icebreaker. 
Right, exactly, exactly. And what, one of the things that, that I guess I, I operate under is what we call the, the Michael Jordan theory. Okay. And the Michael Jordan theory was when he was at the height of his, his basketball prowess. At the time, he was, I believe he was a Democrat. Mm-hmm. So a reporter asked him one time, why don't you use your platform to speak out on Democratic causes? Mm-hmm. And Michael Jordan said, because Republicans buy my shoes, too. Right. I'm like, that makes total sense mm-hmm. is that you want if you're going to use humor, it has to be universal mm-hmm. and, and all encompassing. And you can't, you know, just for the sake of a laugh, you can't alienate any part of your customer base, because if you want to grow your business, you have to have customers from every aspect of life mm-hmm. buying from you. Right. Well, and it's funny because that's what I tell people when I work with them on social media. You know, I, I, it's always important to be authentic to yourself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the people that and, you know, of course, it's I think it's worse than probably we have ever seen um, with people divided on on either side of, of the political realm. And, you know, and, and so I see people posting every day either something that they think is funny that might not be or, you know, some of the, the icky posts that we just don't like. And I tell them, you know, OK, yeah, it is your personal space, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but do you want to risk alienating? half of your friends, you know, and, and more importantly, half of your potential business contacts. Exactly. And, and I think there's some people have a uh, distorted view of what social media is, right? especially when it comes to their business. They mm-hmm. feel that, hey, it's my personal page. I can say whatever I want to mm-hmm. say. Well, well, I yes, you can. And, and I can. But I also have a business. I own a an athletic clothing company. Mm-hmm. And and yes, I have, you know, uh, social media pages for my company. But even on my personal page, I have a lot of customers that follow me on my personal pages. Right. So all I'm going to do is alienate them if I mm-hmm. post some of this type of stuff. And it's, it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah, you might feel strongly about a subject, but sometimes you got to learn to just keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm right. saying. Right. Just, just hold it and clearly there's other places where you can say things like that, where you know that it will be well-received and, and things exactly. like that. But, but you know, and, and we've unfortunately seen the missteps that especially celebrities make. You know, they yes. have the, the large platforms. And, you know, probably one of the, the biggest missteps that has happened recently was Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Um, you know, she thought what she was doing was funny. Now, you know, I looked at that and I thought, who would think that was funny? I was like, right. I was yeah. like, who, 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 like, who yeah, in that room yeah. would say you that know, was fun? Yeah. You know, and, and so, you know, and, and unfortunately, because of social media, things like that spread like wildfire, wildfire. Yes. Um, and even though she apologized profusely, you know, all these, it's still out there. Well, and I think that's what so many people forget is they're thinking, well, we, we thought it was funny. It was funny at the time, you know, all those various things. And then what's done is done. I mean, you know, they, they cannot take it back. Oh, it's it's and not just her. Uh, Bill Maher recently right. was trying mm-hmm. to be funny. And yeah, he said, said those, one of those words that you should yeah, use. Mm-hmm. You and he lost some sponsors for mm-hmm. it. It's, it's these people should have somebody around them that that tells them, hey, that's not funny. Right. But a lot of times, you know, celebrities don't listen and they think mm-hmm. they know better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And this this is what happens. And right. and what I try to get across to my clients is that you have to have somebody that you listen to that's on your committee or mm-hmm. whatever organization that handles your marketing and social media 
to to sit back and say, you know what, that's not going that's not going to fly. Right. You know, right. You, you have to have somebody like that on your team. Mm-hmm. Well, and maybe somebody that that is kind of the the opposite way of thinking, so that they can say, right. eh, "Danger, danger! Don't go there." <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, and, and we've certainly seen it with celeb, you know, as we mentioned, celebrities, sports figures, you know, all these things. And and of course, the problem with social media and humor is that even if you post LOL or a little happy face or you know all those various things. It's very easy to get stuff out of context, and you know, and, and so it's it's tricky. But the important thing, and and I want to get back to this, is that we still can and should be using humor to create that bond with people. Most definitely, and and what I tell people is, uh, there's two different types or two different ways to use humor. Okay. The the first the first way is to be funny, which is basically when you are face to face with a client mm-hmm. and you you've got your personality, uh, stories, anecdotes, jokes, right. and things like that. But not everybody can be funny. And, mm-hmm. and coming from the stand-up comedy background, I used to teach comedians, and I quickly realized that, no, not everybody can be funny. Right. But everybody can use funny. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I focus on is, is showing people how to use funny. And that's when I came up with about uh, 30 different strategies on how to use, use funny and use humor for instance, online, different. there's different ways you can use humor online to engage with your customers that's safe. Mm-hmm. So that's what I try to focus on is, is ways to use safe humor to get that engagement, get people talking, and then get them over to your website. Right. And, of course, it is very different when you are actually face-to-face with someone because you can read their body language, you know, all those various things, and think, oh, no, joke bombed, not going there. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and you can't do that when you're on your website. So, you know, you talk a lot about how to use humor in customer service. And, you know, clearly, you know, and and there are times where you can't be humorous. Obviously, you have to read the situation and know this person is mad. We have to make them feel better. Um, You know, and and, but there are times where you can still use humor, you know. And and so what, you know, let's let's kind of work through some of these questions with, you know, using it for customer service, because that's one of the, the, the uh, training programs that you have. So say you've got somebody who is not happy, you know, and, and how then can you appropriately use humor to kind of diffuse that situation? Well, it's it's now it's going to depend on if the customer is in front of you or if they they send you, you know, a, a email that's right. kind of heated. Mm-hmm. So what I do is, is my business is online. Mm-hmm. So I, my interactions mainly are with customers via email or, mm-hmm. or our chat box. Right. So if I get an email from a customer, the first thing I try to do is I try to uh, decipher the tone. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I know that, say, for instance, um, we have to ship a lot of packages out through the post office, and we know mm-hmm. how reliable they can be. Right. So if the post office loses a package a lot of times the customer will blame us. Right, right. It's right. not it's not our fault, mm-hmm. you know. We, we gave it to the post office and they the one, they're the ones that lost mm-hmm. it. So I have to decipher okay, first of all, is the customer mad, you know, at at, at us? Are they mad at the post office? Mm-hmm. Are they mad, you know, are they mad first right, of all? Right. So if I can see a tone where the the customer is is it looks like they're upset then what I do first is I try to apologize for, you know, whatever they're mad about. Mm-hmm. 
and, and try to try to feel empathetic and, you know, blaming the post office is also good. <laughs> so, so I put that in there. You know, I'll, I'll blame the post office and put something, say something funny about the post office that they can relate to. Right. Because a, a good key to using humor is, is making it relatable. Mm-hmm. So if we all understand, you know, how the post office operates. Mm-hmm. So if I put something in there, you know, something uh, funny about, you know, it's the post office, you know, they've. They, they will. They lose their own trucks if, right. if they could. The Pony Express horse died. <laughs> right, right, exactly. You know, it'd probably get there faster if it was delivered by a pigeon or, or mm-hmm. something to right. that effect. Right. And that sort of calms them down because they'll respond back and and say, you know, LOL. I I totally understand that. If mm-hmm. you could just look, in, look into it for me, that would be great. Right. Well, and you said something at the very start that I think is absolutely critical to this, and that's that you apologize and you acknowledge them, you know, because Mm -hmm. in so many cases, that's what people want. You know, they just want to, Oh my gosh, we're so sorry this happened. Exactly. It could have been delivered faster if it was by pigeon, you know, and, and so you kind of diffuse that situation by apologizing. If you just leaped in with making the joke, then a lot of times that's not going to go very well. No, 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 it's not. And, and the, one of the things that that I actually start any meeting off when when I'm speaking to clients about how to use humor with customer service is I tell them just straight up stop giving good customer service and then I'll just be silent and they're like what, what? right say <laughs> so stop giving good customer service because people expect good customer service mm-hmm. okay what people don't expect is great customer service because they're so used to getting bad customer service. Right. And the easiest way to give great customer service is one, like you said, apologize in that situation, mm-hmm. feel empathetic, and then add a little humor into it. They don't expect that. They mm-hmm. they either expect you to ignore them, which is what we're so used to, to right. getting, mm-hmm. or, or just saying, all right, we'll take care of it. But right. They're not used to you actually being personable. Mm-hmm. And, coming, and so they remember that. Right. And so that's what I try to teach people is that humor basically leads to, to you being memorable. Mm-hmm. to that customer because it, we're just not used to getting great customer service, right, you know, right. and that's, that's sad, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it, in this day that we, day and age we live in, that it, it's so difficult to, to get unique, great customer service. And that's where humor comes in is to provide that type of service for mm-hmm. people. Right. It's funny. I was talking or I, I wasn't, I, I heard a presentation that Peter Shankman gave one time mm-hmm. and you know, that he's, he's huge in, in, you know, how to do all of this. And, and one of the things he said was we've come to expect okay service. So if we're average, we're ahead of everybody else. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> but it's, it's right, true. Exactly. You know, we have come to expect that we'll either be ignored that they'll pass the buck you know, if, if, you know, say I complained that my shoe order from you didn't come in time, <clears throat> if you immediately said post office's fault, well, then I'm still annoyed. Right. You know? It doesn't and, help you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, you know, and, and so that's, I think, the, the trick that people have to, to do is, as you said, they have to read the situation and then respond appropriately. Exactly. And, and it's important to have someone in that role that knows how to read the situation or can read it or train them to do that. Because that's very important, especially when you're dealing with email, because a lot of times tone doesn't come across in the right. email. Mm-hmm. So well, you, and even if they put a happy face or an LOL or a sad face or whatever it is, eh, you know, OK, right. maybe. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's it's just kind of hard. So I I always just the, the way I respond is try to keep it light and humorous. Mm-hmm. And then 
you know, you'll you'll see based on their response after that, if they're not having it and they're just really, you know, PO'd or if they're like, OK, I understand things like that happen. Just, you know, look into it for me if you can. Mm-hmm. See, that's where you'll really be able to see, you know, the tone is after that email that you sent. Right. Right. So what are some specific strategies that we can use with our customers? Okay, well, we'll start with, since most people are online, um, there are about 10 strategies that I use online to, to help uh, clients engage with customers. Mm-hmm. First and foremost is if, if they have a website, then to create a blog. I mean, we all know the importance of a blog. Mm-hmm. Um, but that will be what I call your gateway to the giggles. Okay. It's, is what the things that you can post on your blog. So once you have a blog, then you can do the following things on your blog and on your, your social media pages. The, the first thing is you can post uh, funny quizzes to engage your customers and, and get them in. And I'll give you an example. Um, the, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago, the Red Cross, which is a serious you know, nonprofit organization, right. mm-hmm. actually posted a quiz that, that uh, I think was titled, what type of disaster is your home once your in-laws leave? <laughs> and so, right, so it's something funny, and you're sitting uh-huh. there like, oh, wow, the Red Cross has got jokes. Okay. so They've got a so sense start, of humor. <laughs> right. So you start, and, and you know the goal of the Red Cross is to get donations. So they're trying to get money like everybody right, else. Right. Mm-hmm. So the longer you're staying on their pages, you're like, you know what, I might, I might go ahead and donate. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the, the purpose of doing that. So quizzes from that, I, I believe the... Men's Warehouse, uh, a few months ago, they had a quiz, you know, what type of shoe are you? Take the quiz. And, you know, the results were, you know, are you a flip-flop? Are you a slipper? Are you a dress shoe? They had 10 different options. So that was a way to get their customers to engage in something fun. Mm -hmm. And and so that one works. Um, Another one is to have to post polls, which is pretty much kind of like the quizzes. Mm-hmm. It's just a different way to engage customers to have some type of fun poll out okay. there. Fun top 10 lists are very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, their company called Grubhub, they deliver meals to people's houses. Right. They mm-hmm. had a top 10 list of, of top 10 top ten weirdest things people have ever said to our drivers. Mm-hmm. Something funny. It got, it got people laughing. It got people commenting on the post, right. which is the purpose of it. Mm-hmm. And it gets it gets the engagement and of course it, it leads to sales. Mm-hmm. Another good way is to have fun sweepstakes and giveaways on your on your pages. Those are uh, people love free stuff, so they're always gonna, they're right. always going to mm-hmm. be engaged in that. Uh, crowdsourcing is another way. Crowdsourcing being let your followers and customers provide the humor for you. Ah. Uh, by that you know I mean like you can have a photo contest and say caption this. Right. And that, that which is really the easiest way to get the customer in, involved in a crowdsourcing mm-hmm. type of situation. And you'll be amazed at all the funny, you know, captions that you get mm-hmm. for just doing that. So you're using your customer's humor to basically help you help the engagement on your page. Right. Also, what you can do on your uh, website or social media pages, you can have like uh, post a joke of the week or a joke of the day. Mm-hmm. When you're doing something like that, uh, one, keep it clean, of course. Right. Oh, yes. No bad words. No. Uh, now, maybe some double entendres, depending on what you're selling. Yeah. You, you can kind of mask, you know, a, uh-huh. a deeper, more risque thought out there. Oh, yeah. I love the Muppet movies because <laughs> they were more for adults than for kids. 
Oh yeah, just just like like the Shrek movies and <laughs> oh yeah, all all the adult. It's references. okay as long as again you you're doing it you know knowing what you're doing. Exactly, and and the other uh, key I would say to that is if you're gonna post a joke, make it relevant to your industry or to your you know company. Mm-hmm. For for example, like I said, I I own an athletic clothing company, so when I post something on my social media pages, it usually has something to do with the health and fitness industry. Right. So try to make it relevant to what you do. Mm-hmm. And um, where did I, I lost my train? Of, oh yes, an, <laughs> another one. <laughs> I, Another way to engage your customers is posting funny articles, again, uh, relative to your industry. There's a lot of a lot of funny articles out there about, you know, working out, eating healthy and things Mm -hmm. like that, which which I use. Okay, and the great thing about this is that you don't have to to be the creator of this content. Right. As long as you credit the source where it came from. Mm -hmm. So there's millions of articles out there that you can pull from whatever industry you're in, Mm -hmm. you know, just. Just find those articles, post it on your page, and you know look for look for engagement on that. Mm-hmm. You know that, that's a great way to 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 put humor out there, and that you don't have to actually come up or create that content to do it. Right. Uh, new. Uh huh. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no. You know, and and I love doing things like that because, like you said, there's so many, so many, so many, so many resources out there. You know, I was at a presentation not long ago. Where and it was on social media, and the guy was showing the biggest social media fails, you know, and and so it was things like you know somebody posting on their Facebook page, you know, I, I took this job because I you know I had to have the money, but I can already tell that I'm working with you know going to be working with horrible people, and my boss is an idiot and blah blah blah, <laughs> and of course the person was friends with somebody uh, there, oh, and so then the the in the comment section was you know from their their soon to be boss saying, well, don't bother coming in, uh, um, you know, and, and, and so, yeah, I mean, there's just so many examples out there, you know, and, and of course what he, what the person did was he blurred out their names. So we didn't immediately go and try and find them, you know, all right. those various things, <laughs> but you know, there, there really are probably no matter what you do examples of ways that, you know, other, other things that people have done that you can use. Oh, most definitely. And, and that's one of the things that I actually provide, uh, with my services, like I find out what industry you're in, and then I try to find websites out there oh, cool. that can contribute to, you know, your your humor. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's polls, quizzes, newsletters, sweepstakes, whatever, whatever it is that you want, mm-hmm. then I find that information for you and say, hey, you know, here you go. Right. So, sorry. Whoops, we've lost you. Come uh, back, uh, uh, come back, right. William. <laughs> I was getting a little excited in my, you know, I do a lot of hand motions when I talk and I knock oh, my ear. Oh, I know. You know that I tell people when I present, it's always really difficult if I have a handheld mic because uh, then, I, you know, I can't gesture. Somewhere I think I was Italian in another life. I feel the same way. I just, I got to get my hands moving out there. <laughs> so so what, I was, what I was saying is that I have, one of the things that I that I actually give away myself is the top 10 ways to use humor online to grow your business. Cool. And, and out of all 10 of those strategies, I give links to where you can go. For example, the, the quizzes. I have a couple of links to where you can go to find or create your own quiz as well. So those are the type of resources that I give with my service. Perfect. I love those. So speaking of that, where would people find that information? They can go to my website, which is humor, the number four, and the word work. 
So that's humorforwork.com. On that, they can find all the topics I speak about. They have access to signing up for my online training course. For and it's called the uh, Humor for Work Academy. And, and it's very reasonable. I saw that. Yes. And then I also have a free a free giveaway, which is the top ten ways to use humor online to grow your business. That's on there as well. Um, I also have an app in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Now, the good thing about the app is either every day or every other day, I try to upload uh, some funny memes and jokes that are work safe. So if you want to, you just need a break at work and just need to laugh, you can go to the, the app. But you can also download any, em- any meme or picture that I've posted and use it for your own social media as cool. well. So I do that, and I also also on my app is a list, and it's, it's going to be broken down monthly, of fun, wacky, and weird holidays that you can engage your customers in. Mm-hmm. And for example, the today is the tw- tomorrow is is National Selfie Day. Oh, that is a great way to engage your customers. Oh to, yeah, to get them to post and mm-hmm. tag you mm-hmm. in some fun selfies. Right. And you can even even make it into a contest. You know, the funniest selfie will will get a discount or a gift card, something like that. Mm -hmm. But now you've got, again, crowdsourcing. You've got your customers and followers providing the humor for your page. Right. Well, and somewhere in a former life, I think I was an attorney. So, you know, I always want to tell people if you're doing things like this, folks, you have to monitor it Um, because, you know, again, what what's funny to one person is not funny to somebody else and and you know so somebody might be taking the selfie in the bathroom or you know all these various <laughs> things so you know just just monitor those things and make sure that you've got you know a little disclaimer somewhere just a little thing you know post may be removed if you know whatever um and you know but for the most part you're not going to have to worry about it but what people really want is they want you to acknowledge it so you know say somebody posts you know a funny selfie of themselves click like on it and they're like oh oh, you saw me you know and and that's really all you have to do exactly i go through um since i i monitor all of our social media Mm -hmm. for my company so when i do something like this there there have been many times where i've had to delete somebody's post right oh i uh, and i don't have a problem doing that Mm -hmm. but then anytime anybody posts something or comments or responds i'll click like on it and and then many Mm -hmm. times i'll actually engage in conversation right you know so that that's key is not just to put something out there, but you're trying to get the customer engaged, which means you also have to engage as well. Mm-hmm. You know, right. you- well, it is about building those relationships with people. So, yeah. you know, if, if they post and you ignore it, it, it's just like in real life. If somebody says, hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. And you don't respond. They're like, Pip! well, I'm not going to say hi to them again. Exactly. Eventually they will stop commenting if, if you don't acknowledge. Right. You know? Right. So, William, I'm one of those people that I cannot tell a joke. I can never remember the punchline. You know, all these various things. But people do tell me that I'm kind of funny. You know, we've been kind of chortling as as we go through this. But how do you work with people who aren't funny? You know, they they just don't have that funny bone. Well, like like I said, that's where using the humor comes in. Mm -hmm. Because, again, not, not everybody can be funny face to face. Right. And and if you can't be funny face to face, don't try that. That's what I can say. I mean, I have a a service to where I can work with people one on one for like four to eight weeks on, you know, how to 
formulate a joke and craft it and the structure and the mm -hmm. timing and stuff like that. But even after doing that, a lot of people still don't get it. Right. So my, my best advice is if you're not funny face to face, then just try to be personable, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and empathetic with, with the customer. Right. Because, because you don't, you know, you, you don't have to, to be funny to get a sale, of course. Mm -hmm. But if you can, you know, that, that just helps. And, and if you can't, then like I said, that's what, why I've created this whole, whole program that I have is for, for the people that can't really be that funny face to face. Mm -hmm. It's, it gives you strategies to use to where you're not having to be that funny person face to face. And if you use these strategies, once you are actually do meet with a customer, they've already been taken through some of these strategies mm -hmm. from online or other things that you've been doing. So then when they meet you, you don't really have to be funny because they're already in a, you know, in a good mood and, and have a positive image of you because of what you've done to get them into your store, your, your right. office. Right. You know, and, and again, it's very important to be reading the situation, you know, and, and I mean, how many times have we seen something fall completely flat? And, you know, it's, it's funny. I recently went through some health issues and I lost a whole bunch of weight. Yeah. Kind of oh, one wow. of those side benefits right exactly and you know and 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 you know it, it people have said some of the absolute funniest things to me um but you know one of the one of the ones that you know somebody well now are you a survivor <gasps> and i looked at him and i said well i'm not dead <laughs> i wasn't exactly sure what they meant you know and and, right. and then they were you know and and but but i made it into a joke you know, and, and oh. so they said, oh, gosh, you know, what I meant was, are you still having treatment and yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I could have taken offense at what they said, but instead I turned it into a joke. And I think that's where so many people stumble sometimes is, you know, it, it might be something serious. And if you can, you know, and, and if it's appropriate, lighten the mood. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that really does help. And that comes back to providing great customer service. You know, if you can lighten that mood and maybe get somebody so that they're not quite so cranky, it's more likely that you'll be able to solve their problem. Oh, most definitely. And, and what you said actually goes into the first thing that I would actually teach somebody about being uh, funny face to face. And that is to learn to laugh at yourself, right. and not take yourself so seriously. So if, you know, a customer does say something like like they said to you, then you mm -hmm. can come back with something funny and, and not take offense to right. you know, to it because you know you probably don't know them they don't know you they just made an observation mm -hmm. so there's no, no need to get upset about it right. just you know, laugh it off and, and and you know just say something funny back and and it's, it builds that relationship I, I mean they feel bad about it you know once you say something they're going to feel bad so right. the, and, I, and you don't want them to feel bad right exactly so then that's why you you retort with something you know funny or humorous mm -hmm. something that and and that eases the mood diffuses the situation it could have been potentially bad mm -hmm. and and so if you can learn to to laugh at yourself and and like i said not take yourself so seriously that comes across to the customer that okay this this person is is a is a fun person to work with right. you know you know, and, and it does, you know, as, as we were saying, lighten the mood, um, you know, and it, it was funny, you know, in, in everything that I've gone through, you know, one of the things is now what's your name and what's your birth date? And they ask that, you know, 900 times a day. 
And, you know, and, and, and it obviously depends on why they're asking and, and who they are, because there are some medical people that just for the life of them can't take a joke. Yeah, um, but, you know, if, if I know, I will look at them and I will smile sweetly and I will say, well, I'm Anastasia Beaverhausen. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like oh my gosh it's you you know and then of course you know i, I still give them the right information but um right. you know, or, or one time when i was going into surgery i was just you know exactly what we're doing here just yada 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 yammer 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 mm. and i heard one of the nurses say oh my gosh she must be so nervous and I said, well, sweetie, I am nervous. I said, but you get a lot of really, really serious people in here. So if I can make you laugh, I'm kind of like having fun with this. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, and that's what, I, what I like to say when, when you are in a tense or stressful situation. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, especially with the, the customer and salesperson, the customer sees it as an adversarial relationship. Right. Because they, they see the salesperson only sees the customer as, as a number. And, mm-hmm. and dollar signs. So if, if you can use that humor, you, you break down that wall mm-hmm. between you and the customer. And now you've started to, to build trust with the customer. You 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 ease their their minds and tensions. But when they walked in to to now that, you know, you said something funny, you, you've said something about yourself, you know, um, right. self, self-deprecating humor, mm-hmm. of course, is the best one. One of the things that, that I like to say to customers when I was talking to them is, is that, you know, my, my hairline is much like Walmart prices. It's constantly rolling back. Oh, no. And, that was, that was, <laughs> and you know, that was something that, especially with, like, you know, bald customers, uh-huh. they, they would get it. They would laugh. And, and you know, we, we would go on with the relationship after that. Mm-hmm. But if, if you can just poke fun at yourself, as long as you don't, you're not doing too much of it because you don't want to now make yourself look incompetent that you can't do right. the job. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just poke fun at yourself. Get the customer laughing. Trust me, that that would totally help your the relationship between you and the customer. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, and and you know, as we were saying, you know, it's it's a great customer service tool. You know, so somebody calls in or they email and they say, "I had this happen," and me 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 me. And then if you can, now you have to be honest about this. You know, folks, don't just make these stories up to to do this. <laughs> if you say, "Oh my gosh, I had the same thing happen to me." You know, and, yes. and then we're like, okay, so we've bonded over this common problem, and now here's how I'm going to fix it. Exactly. That is, that's the perfect way to do it. You, like you said, you acknowledge the, the problem, um, you acknowledge it, uh, apologize for it, and then if you can relate, if you have a story that's relatable, mm-hmm. you know, put, put that out there, you know, because in, in many cases, sympathy is better than empathy. Right. You know, and, and for those that don't know the difference, sympathy is when you've gone through it yourself. Empathy is when you haven't, but you can understand how somebody mm-hmm. else feels. So if you've gone through it and, and you can give an, an example or use your experience to bond with the customer, that is definitely helpful. I can't I can't explain how helpful that is. Mm-hmm. Well, it more than anything, it makes it definitely appear that they care. And that they're hearing us. You know, we're not just customer number 214. Right. I'm Deb, and I didn't get my shoes that I ordered. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm working on it, Deb. Don't, don't worry about it. I, give, I got give you. Give me those shoes. Give me those <laughs> shoes, William. I got you. I got you. Well, and, you know, and, and actually, you just said something right there that is so very important. If you can tell people we're, we're working on it, we're trying. You know, and, and, and you know, we'll fix yes. it. You know, that's what people need to hear when they're not happy is they they don't want to be told, you know, it's not. And, and you know, sometimes it's not going to happen. 
So then be honest with them and say, oh my gosh, we're just going to have to refund you your money. We're really sorry. What can we do to make this better? Um, but, you know, to, it, it's those platitudes. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll fix it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you can tell that they're either virtually rolling their eyes or really rolling their eyes. <laughs> you know, all of those things, it's like, mm-hmm, yeah, you know, and, and, but yeah, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, we will fix this. We're working on it. Okay. I'm happy with that. Right. And, and, and like you said, that, that's what, the, what a customer wants to hear is that you are taking, um, that what they're saying seriously. Mm-hmm. And instead of what we get so many times, customer service reps passing the buck, you know, I'll afford you to this department, I'll afford you to that, right. that department, and nobody knows what's going on. And the more that happens, the, the angrier you get, mm-hmm. you know. And so if we can cut that off at the beginning, which is why I try to handle almost every uh, customer email that comes in to my company, mm-hmm. or at least look at it to see if I have to step in. Right. Because if it is a situation where, the customer has hasn't received their package yet, or they received the wrong item. Mm-hmm. Then I want to make it certain upfront that we will take, you know, if we can't take care of it, at least we'll do our best, and you'll see that we are working to try to, you know, take care of this for you. So I definitely try. You you have to hit that head on because if you let it fester, I mean, there's many times that I don't even want to respond to somebody because it's like, oh yeah, but what do I have to? I, I don't have anything, any new news or anything mm-hmm. to say. So you just want to you just want to ignore it, but right. you can't ignore it because then people are going to get even more upset. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing you want is for the, those people to then go over to websites like Yelp and then right. you know, put a negative rating out mm-hmm. there for you. Right. You know, and, and there is that little thing called word of mouth, and yes. you know, and, and and it's funny because we can see advertisements for companies. You know, we can see them and see them and see them and see them. But when someone personally talks about them whether we know them or not we just place so much more value in that and and you know so if i have you know it's i was looking for a product the other day and i of course go on facebook and i say hey facebook friends tell me about such and such Mm -hmm. you know some of these were people i have never ever met will never ever meet but i based my opinion on whether i would buy that product based on their opinion you know, and, and, and of course, their ads right. from that company, oh, we will, you know, we're the greatest thing since sliced bread and yada, yada, yada. Well, of course, they're going to say that, you know, and, and so if somebody is raving about you or ranting about you, that's the important thing to remember. And so we want raving fans, not ranting fans. That is correct. And because what it seems like is that people are more likely to spread negative news. And I don't know why that is. Um, but when you look look around and, and see the, the type of uh, ratings that people have, it's just like, I'll give you an example. When uh, United Airlines, okay, we all Oh, good gosh. And oh, everything that can go wrong with them has. <laughs> exactly. Well, what, one, of the, one of the things, and not that the big issue that happened to them, but they, they've had a, a bad mark on them about losing luggage for a long time. Mm-hmm. But people kind of accepted that. Uh, and, and didn't do too much about it. Well, at one point, a, a guy flew United and he shipped his guitar with him. And what happened was they damaged his guitar to where he couldn't use it anymore. Right. So what he did was he decided to use humor against United Airlines. Mm-hmm. He went on YouTube and recorded a parody song about how they destroy your luggage. And I think to this date, it's got about 10 million views. I know. And, and that's what we c- come back to. You will listen to people before you listen to companies, mm-hmm. you know? 
So you got a company saying, we're all great, we're all great, but then you have this customer over here saying, no, you're not. You broke my guitar and this and this and this. And people are, are sharing and liking and commenting on that because that, that's how people, you know, disseminate their information these days is, is through websites like that. You know, right. back in the day, it was, you know, you, you only go home and you tell somebody you're mad or this company did you wrong. And it might get to two or three people, you know, and wouldn't go any further than that. But now with social media, the whole world is your family now. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you, right, right. And so you anything people put out there, you want it to be positive. And it's funny how companies use humor. Um, you know, as we were talking about United, I remember that Southwest had some some pretty funny things. Now, some of them were, you know, they're they're a little close to, to questionable. You know, they did one Southwest. We beat the competition, not you. <laughs> okay. Then they posted on Twitter, "Don't get dragged by overpriced flights. We love our passengers." <laughs> well, no. Well, they, they, post, they posted one more, though. They posted one. Uh-oh, I think what one did funniest. I miss? What did I miss? So they posted one, and the picture was a guy in a full body cast in traction in a uh-huh. hospital bed, arms up, legs up. And the caption read, United Airlines, we put the hospital in hospitality. Oh. I was done after that. I was like, that gets the award right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and are those a little tasteless? Yes. yes. You know, now, if he had died, no, no, oh, do yeah. not go there. Do right. not go there. Exactly. And you would, and unfortunately, he was hurt. Now, not seriously. I mean, yes, he was hurt. But but you you also have to watch timing. You know, I, yes. I love the people that, you know, they'll post something and then they'll say, too soon? Too soon, yeah. Okay, if you're having to say too soon, it's too soon. Yes. <laughs> you know? yes. Um, but but yeah, it's and, and so think about things like that is, you know, are there ways to gently poke fun at your competition? Um, you know, and, and, and again, you know, folks, have have somebody else look at it, make sure that it's not totally tasteless. You know, and I'm sure they got complaints with some of these things. You know, people would have, oh, you yep. know, that person was really hurt. How dare you joke about it? Oh, they oh, they got a lot of a lot of that. Oh, you know? yeah. But, you know, at the same point, you know, it's like, oh, really? I mean, there are times where I just want to, I really do want to say, really, people, uh, yeah, get get a sense of humor. <laughs> every day I, I have that thought grow through my mind. After I see something, I'm scrolling and I see something, I'm like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Really? Come on. You know, it's just it's just a joke and it, it wasn't even in poor taste. It's just, right. you know, this politically correct society we live in. And I understand, you know, mm-hmm. we, we have to try to, you know, be safe for everybody, but sometimes we do take it a little too far. Right. Yeah, and and I think that is kind of one of those things is we do worry too much about being politically correct and not offending anybody. Well, you know, I hate to say it, but there's always a chance you're going to offend somebody. And, you know, maybe it's that they didn't see that you put LOL or they were just having a bad day. You know, all of those things. If you live your life thinking, I might offend somebody, so I can't say this or that. You're never going to say anything. I mean, you know, that's, that's just kind of what it comes down to. And and you 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 don't know, of course, what all of your customers are going through when you're when you're considering posting the right. joke. So you know, you you try to be as safe as possible. But like you said, it's it's you could post the the safest joke possible, but then somebody will be like, well, well, my my granddad got killed when he got hit by an airplane so i'm right. offended by your airplane yeah. joke it's like man how am i supposed to know that you know, I like, know, I know. On, well man. and then you just say well gee we're terribly sorry 
I mean, yeah. you, know, you acknowledge them and then you go on. You don't get in a war of words with them. No. Um, you know, all those various things. Uh, you know, I, I'm an old PR person and I remember the adage, you know, don't get into a, a, a word of wars, uh, a war of words with a newspaper columnist because they buy ink by the barrel. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, nah, just okay. don't go there, acknowledge them and then drop it. You know, even though you want to keep going. And of course, that's the hard part. I tell people, you know, there's that little voice in your head that's going, you know, telling you don't post that. When that little voice goes, pay attention to that little voice, folks. You know, it's it's telling you stop, stop, danger, danger. <laughs> and, and, and it's, and there's a difference between if, if you're talking face to face with somebody right. and you just blurt something out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can, I can kind of understand that. But when you're online, you make a conscious decision to yes. read that person's post, think about a response, then type mm-hmm. it in, and then press press enter. Mm-hmm. You, you've made conscious decisions all, all along the way to do that. Mm-hmm. So if you can make a conscious decision to do it, then you can make a conscious decision not to do it. And right. there, you know, there have been so many times I have wanted to just give oh, somebody yeah. a piece of my mind. Uh-huh. But I'm like, you know what? Uh, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. then I'll acknowledge them you know, and, and, and then move on. Right. That's the best way to handle it. Right. You know, and count to 10, count to 100, you know, do all of those things. <laughs> Whatever. And, and then, you know, then more than likely you'll have come to a more rational type of, of response. Um, you know, and, and I've only done it once where I got into a war of words with somebody on my Facebook page. And, and he was picking on my beloved University of Colorado Buffaloes. Um, <laughs> you know, I live in Atlanta, but we still have our football season tickets. Um, you know, and, and, and he was picking on my team and I, it, oh, I, I, oh, you know, and so it was one of those where I, he posted and I responded and I, and, and <clears throat> excuse me, it was funny. It was actually very respectful. There were no name calling there, you know, nothing like that, mm-hmm. but you know, he, he couldn't let it go. And then I couldn't let it go. And, you know, and of course that little voice in my head was going, no, no, don't do that, no. <laughs> And, you know, and so I, I, I responded a couple of times and then he actually did get pretty nasty. Wow. And I thought, OK, no, you know, we, but of course, then there was that part of me that just couldn't let him have the last word. <laughs> and so I thought about it for a while. You know, I didn't respond right away. Mm-hmm. And so I put my little humor hat on and okay. I responded and I said, oh, my gosh, I have to tell you, this is the most fun I have had discussing this subject in quite a long time. Can't wait to get together so that I can take you out for coffee. And oh, of course, nice. Oh, he unfriended me faster than anything. <laughs> I thought that was what was really funny about it. But, you know, it, it, I, you know, so I responded on a high note. You know, we all have to, you know, so you get that little, but, but I, you know, I, I didn't, I did, you know, I responded in a polite and respectful way. Mm-hmm. Should I have dropped it earlier? Yes. You know, and, and so kind of that's the point is, okay, pick your battles, folks. And, you know, and, and when you can, you know, it's like we've been saying, try to, to use this, to diffuse the situation with humor. That, that is, is correct. And that's, that's another topic that people are passionate about, which is sports. Which oh, is, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I try to avoid it, but because I, I'm in the fit. Oh, you're in that world. Industry. You know, with that that topic does come up quite a bit, and I don't mind getting into it with people back and forth. Like, I mean, I'm a big, I mean, in Dallas, so I'm a Cowboys fan. Right, right. So I, I get that from all sides. You like Tony Romo. No, 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 no. <laughs> Never like, like Romo. Never like Romo. I, I'm happy with Dak right now. Okay, <laughs> so, okay. so, but that is a subject that, that I don't mind getting into with people. 
Um, because, like I said, as long as I'm, I'm using humor with it, I'll find right. out who right. their, their team is and, you know, talk smack about their team and mm-hmm. everything like that. Most people know me that I know that I am a comedian, so they don't really it, take it to that, that escalator to, you know, like a, a name calling type of situation. Right. If, if it's getting to be go that way, I usually just cut the conversation off. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but one thing I will say when, when dealing with customers is, is that one of the philosophies that I've always had as a salesperson is that never to be afraid to lose a sale. And, and by that, I mean, never compromise who you are, what you do, just mm-hmm. to make a sale. If that means that you have to let the customer walk, then then do that. You know? Right. Um, so if you're getting into an argument with a, with a customer and, and they're just not listening and they want this and you can't give them that, fine. You know what? Mm-hmm. Go go get it from somewhere else. Right. <laughs> I've right. a customer that, you know, you, you think you can get it better somewhere else, go. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, they'll come back. And you know what? I'll charge them more <laughs> because they work oh, yeah. my time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I've been known to charge what I call stupid tax. Exactly. <laughs> You're going to get double on this one, sir. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's certainly not a line item you put on your invoice, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and, and but it, it 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 goes to show what we have been talking about is that you can really use humor in in many situations. And again, folks, you know, we're not saying every situation. There are certainly times where you have to be serious. But, you know, there are ways where you can lighten the mood, even if you're just saying, oh, my gosh, I had that happen to me, too. Right. You know, you're not poking. And, and now I'm, I just about said something here. You're not poking fun at people. That's not good. You know, don't say, well, you know. Don't don't make a joke at their at expense. Their expense. Correct, correct. Don't, never do that, and don't make a joke about another customer that might be in the store. You know, you point. Oh it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't do that either, because they could take offense to that as well. If you're going right. to joke about somebody, joke about yourself, and leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and and you know, most definitely, if you're doing this online, don't joke about somebody else because they might it and then really take offense <laughs> now you know clearly there are times where you can especially if you know who they are and right. they'd be fine with you know and and you know but but yeah i mean you know it, it's something that is it is a learned skill and i think that's something that you know i want to get back to because these are programs that you provide so you know we've got about five minutes left mm-hmm. so william tell us about the programs and services again that you provide all righty um, one of the services I provide is that I will uh, I have an online training course, and, and in mm-hmm. this online training course, you you will learn about 40 different humor strategies to use, uh, whether you're online or in in person, face to face. So that's that. I also have a service to where I will come to or look at your business and mm-hmm. and consult you on where you can use humor, what type of humor to use, where to get that humor. Um, as well. Mm-hmm. Another service is if you just want to be able to tell jokes and be funnier in person, I do have a service where I will work one-on-one or in a group setting if you have more than four people and we'll go through, you know, I'll, I'll take you through what, what I would do if, if you were in my comedy class or an improv class on how to, you know, come up, formulate, structure the joke, timing and, and things of that nature as well. So the, those are the, the services that I provide. Also, like I said, I have a free uh, download, the top 10 ways to incorpor- uh, use humor online to grow your business, mm-hmm. 
which gives you an overview of, of many of the things we're talking about today, but there's a few different strategies that we didn't touch on as well. And, and then the, with the, the training course, it, it goes over a lot of the strategies that people aren't using right now, but should be using. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot of different ways to engage your customer. And that's the, the main goal of, of what I try to achieve with companies is, is to increase that customer engagement. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's not just a, you know, a, num a numbers game. You know, the, the, these are people out there and you have to be able to build relationships with them and using humor, in, in my view, is one of the best ways to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and one of the things that we didn't even have a chance to talk about that is a service that you provide is you work with companies on how to use humor in team building. You know, and, and I love that concept because that is, you know, that is something that can easily have a lot of adversarial relationships, you know, all sorts of things. And so to be able to, to do humor in team building is, is a great skill also. Yeah, the, what I do with team building, I have about probably about 50 different strategies on how to use humor in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And the main goal there is to, you know, combat stress, absenteeism, but more importantly, uh, the, the presenteeism. And a lot of people haven't heard that term, but what presentee, absenteeism is when you're, you're out of work. Okay, right. you're physically out of work. Presenteeism mm -hmm. is when you are at work, but you are mentally not there. Ah. And that affects companies more than absenteeism. Right. And so these humor strategies that I have for the workplace combat that as well to keep people focused on the task at hand. So they're mm -hmm. not drifting and thinking about their plans for the weekend. And now they're on Facebook for an hour, you know, trying to find out what's, what's going on so they can, you know, hit, hit the party scene. Like, no, right. we want to keep people focused. And these humor strategies show you how to keep your team focused and build a stronger team, a more cohesive team through these strategies. Mm -hmm. Right. And humor in the workplace is something that I think, you know, is is so very important. Um, you know, many, many years ago, I mean, like, oh, gosh, maybe 20. Um, I heard someone speak about humor in the workplace, and I still remember things that she talked about, um, you know, and, and things like adding things like playing games, you know, all these various things so that people can take kind of a mental break and, you know, and, and go play darts for a little bit or, you know, foosball. It was funny. Those things were really big for a while. And now it's kind of like, no, we must be very professional in the workplace. No, you know, give people a chance to laugh and have a little bit of fun and they probably will work better together and do their job better. That, and that's what a lot of these companies are seeing now. They're seeing companies like Google, and um, Amazon and Zappos, they have a culture of fun. And right. they do a, a, quite a few of these the humor strategies with their employees because it does help. And mm -hmm. like you said, taking a, a five, 10 minute recess, you know, what, what I call a recess, mm -hmm. just to do something fun, to have a, a right. team building games. And, and so I, I have a list of like 100 different team building games you can do in the office or you can do in meetings as well. Mm -hmm to, you know, relax your employees and, and open their mind and it starts to spark creativity if people can laugh and have fun. So there's a lot of benefits for humor in the workplace. Right. Well, gosh, William, well, I've been having so much fun and, as we said, learning a ton. But we're at the top of the hour, so one last time, tell people how they find you and connect with you online. All right, you can reach me at humor, the number four, the word work.com. That's humorforwork.com. 
You can uh, contact me there. You can email me at William at William Hale Live. That's Hale, H-A-L-E, live.com. Um, you can reach me through my app, Humor for Work app on iTunes or the Google Play Store. Perfect, perfect. Well, I'm definitely going to have to get the app because I love that. I think that's going to be so much fun. So, William, thank you so much. Um, I am pretty much going to guarantee that we will have you on again because I think this is something that people really need to think about is how we can truly use humor to lighten things up a bit in the workplace. Well, thank you very much for having me. I, I appreciate it, and I would love to come back and, and talk again. This is Yay, I love it, I love it. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been talking with William Hale, and to everyone out there, have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.